podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. This is... We were calling it Houston's Brew. We're calling yeah. it The Brew because Houston's not on it today and people yeah. get a bit like, well, why are you calling it Houston's Brew? But he's not it. off it. He's not off it. He'll he's be back. back on it. Yeah. He's just not on it today. Uh, joining me, though, are two people who are on it, obviously. Mm. Joe Smith. <laughs> yeah, hello. I'm on it. <laughs> Otherwise, it won't work. Absolutely um, on it, mate. With your Pepsi Max Cherry. I heard you were getting into these. Yeah. Isn't it he's weird joining, that you've got like a drink that you're addicted to? I'm not addicted to it. Let's not start using the word addicted. I see you for like an hour a week and you've always got a Pepsi Max on you. So that, that's how well, you yeah. drink there's more Pepsi times Max during the right. day you don't see me when I haven't got you, a Pepsi Max. You haven't introduced Abdul yet, sorry. I'm, I was about I know, yeah, to, no, no, no. but I was just busy arguing with you about Pepsi Max Cherry. Um, Abdullah, welcome. You actually yeah. brought Pepsi Max Cherry, didn't you, for me? But I've yeah. given it to one of the producers because he was whinging that, that I already had one. So why did I need another one? This is what I have to put with. Um, get involved in the comments. Let, get involved in the chat. Um, hit that like button and subscribe. And if you're not doing already, check out the merchandise. We've got loads of merch at paddockmerch.com. Mm. There's a link in the chat. Um, so do check that out. We've got loads of stuff. We've got Mason Greenwood, Bruno Fernandez, some mm. guy called Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm not sure about him. Loads of All stuff. that stuff. Um, we're going to talk about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's press conference because he's been speaking ahead of the Newcastle game, which... I'm going to say is the most anticipated Newcastle game since the 1999 FA Cup final. Mm. Probably. Yeah. It's certainly that I can remember in yeah, that time. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. How everyone's giddy. And rightly so. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that because, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the greatest players ever, um, will be making his return. And Oli, bless him, has Solskjaer. confirmed. Yeah. Gunnar Solskjaer, the manager, um, has confirmed that. He will play a part. That Cristiano Ronaldo will play a part tomorrow. Um, he's not said whether he's going to start, I don't think. The screen's just frozen, he's handy. But he hasn't said whether he's going to start or not. Abdullah, do you think Ronaldo should start tomorrow? Yeah, I think... I mean, he's just played in that Ireland game in the, uh, in the World Cup qualifiers. Sorry, I was going to say Euros qualifiers. But, um, I mean, he scored a couple of goals and obviously... He's had a suspension for that last game. So he's been able to come for a week, essentially, and train. He's been training since Tuesday. And by the sounds of it, with the way he was speaking to Wes Brown, he seems like eager to, to get involved, you know, speaking about getting in the 11 and stuff like that, chatting to Ali. So I think he's just one of them players, especially if you got him hungry and, you know, he's raring to go. He knows himself, he's fit, and he's ready. you've just got to start him in it. Um, and especially against the side that will make it difficult. They will, obviously... Uh, play in their own half and, and try to keep things tight at the back. I think Ronaldo's just got to start in that game. Yeah, what do you reckon? What um, I reckon, Jay. Go on. And sorry, while Abdul was talking, I was listening to you there, but I was also doing some counting. Jay's laptop here, right? Yeah. Has, it's frozen a little bit. I was yeah. like, I wonder why it's frozen. Can I, can I hazard a guess as to why it's frozen? Please I've do. Just I'm a Luddite. Because his, his apps at the bottom. He's got 27 apps open <laughs> and 35 tabs on Google Chrome. What are you playing at? 35 <laughs> tabs open. That is awful. That is insane. That I is irritating. We'll come back so to the football. Oh, I'm so You've yeah. got, yeah. you've yeah. just gone on the laptop and gone, let me open <laughs> everything. you got to shut everything down. Let me open man. all the apps. You've got you Photoshop, got fresh. Premiere, you've got uh, Apple Wikipedia. Music on. Like, I need this Wikipedia page on Zinedine Zidane, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> you've got 35 tabs open. <laughs> I need four tabs on YouTube. It's a disaster to uh, look at. Right, I'm sorry. I'm going to right, I'm gonna start getting rid of some of these tabs. Whilst you answer the question that I asked Abdullah about whether... Um, Cristiano Ronaldo should play a well, full match or start, should we say, against I Newcastle? Start. I yep. don't see why he wouldn't start. I think he's our best striker. I think he's probably our best player. Yep. He's been playing this season. Well, he, he, he had a full pre-season, should we say. He, um, well, not a full, well, what, he played in the Euros. Yeah. He went back to Juventus. Yeah. He played for Portugal again, played 96 minutes, whatever it was the other day. Yeah. Then he's come in and he's had a full week at United. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. He's not someone that's back from injury. He's not someone that hasn't played yet this season. I don't see why you wouldn't start him. You can always bring him off. Yeah. You know, we don't have to play in the full 90 minutes. I think for the energy, for that extra boost that it'll give the team to have him start, and there's going to be that anyway, but just to have him on the pitch from the start will be insane. I don't know why you wouldn't start him. I think, like I said, I think he's our best striker. I think... 
we've played Greenwood on the right, we've played him up front. I think he can play on the right. You know, Marshall's not really done it this season. Cavani's not really been fit enough yet. What's he played 30 minutes or so? I don't know why you wouldn't start him personally. I'll give you the exact quote um, that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has said. He said, he, talking about Ronaldo. There you go. That's what I was on about before. He's been having a good pre-season with Juventus. He's played for the national team. He's had a good week with us here. And he'll definitely be on the pitch against Newcastle at some point. That's for sure. Um, he's also gone on to say, everyone is happy to have him back. The mood has been very good. We are looking forward to Saturday, of course. Um, you, may, you, may, you mentioned like some of the other players that we've got. And, and obviously... One of the, the no, some people try and look for a negative here, don't they? When mm. it comes to, to Ronaldo, and it's like one of the negatives that I've heard sort of mentioned is this is going to get in the way or stifle some of the, the younger players. But we were talking about this with Dane, it's got how do you look at it? Because to me, it's like a positive that someone like Mason Greenwood gets to see Cristiano Ronaldo train with him and play with him as well. Mm. I look at that as positive, especially because the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo isn't going to be here for the next 10 years. This no. isn't someone saying, Well, Mason, you're out of the team now. No, this is someone saying, You know, here's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. At the twilight of his career, if you play alongside, if you brought in maybe a twenty-six-year-old, twenty-seven-year-old in front of him, yeah, maybe you could say he's getting in the way. Like yeah. he's probably got five, six years left. By the, you know, let's say Bruno was a striker, and we just brought him in, yeah, then you could maybe go, oh, the, you know, he's going to be playing for another five years. Yeah. At that point, Mason's going to be twenty-four. He will want to be first team by then. Yeah. That's a problem. But a thirty-four-year-old or thirty-three-year-old Cavani last season for two years, yeah. and then a thirty-six-year-old Ronaldo for probably another two years now, that's not a problem. Mason Greenwood, Mason Greenwood will be 21 when Ronaldo's contract runs out, maybe 22 if he stays for that extra year. That's the age where most strikers still aren't first choice for their team, let alone, oh, he's passed it, he's going to... You know, there's no issue there at all for me. And, that, and, he, and we already know with Mason, he can play in multiple positions. Yeah. He can play on the right-hand side. He can play down the middle. So it's not as though he's never going to get a game anywhere. And if he keeps scoring the way he is now, he'll, you know, he'll play ahead of anyone. I'm, I'm, I don't think that Greenwood's going to get dropped if he's on basically a goal a game like he has been for the last dozen games. So I don't worry about that at all. And like you said, he's someone great to learn from. You love Mason Greenwood, don't you? Yeah, I'm a massive fan of him. I think I was watching, you might have seen a clip going around on Twitter of like all his goals at United. And just like some of the goals, absolutely ridiculous finishes. And there was a few people saying like, oh, he's need to be, he needs to be scoring the tap ins. And I get that. But I think we've seen that in that some if you look at his like maybe within his last ten goals, two of them were the Southampton one this season yep. and the Brighton one from last season. The Brighton one where the ball bounces, I think, from Pogba's shot slash cross and then he heads it in. I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, it was from Pogba. But that was a bit of a tap in sort of area where you want your striker to get that goal. There was also the Southampton the Southampton, sorry, goal this season. And I think he's starting to show that goal instinct a bit more. Well, honestly, his development so far, the goals are... The, the most common finishes, that one on like the edge of the box, we've seen, I remember, against Everton. And look at those games. A lot of them were high pressure. United needed to get back in the game. Um, you look at Wolves, um, the last game away from home, he needed that goal. So we needed that goal. And, and he manages to run down the wing and, and almost create, you know, do everything by himself. So, cool. yeah, honestly, happy with his development. And I think Ronaldo coming in, it could be the perfect scenario because if you would have waited this season, things hadn't gone so well, mm. then maybe we'd have to bite the bullet with like buying Haaland and then you're like, is Mason really going to be that nine? Yeah. But then this gives him enough time to come into the side and find his feet, you know, whether it's at right wing. And, and I seen, I was actually watching um, an interview that I'd done with United last night. I was just randomly on the app and I'd seen that when they asked him, what position would you prefer to play? He said that he can play. You know, he, he doesn't mind playing across the line. Um, so, yeah, d honestly, you know, learning off Ronaldo, perfect for me, it's the perfect situation. It could have been a lot worse. If you would have maybe bought in a Haaland, then you're losing potentially one of the greatest future talents. So, yeah, mm. d you know, d academy, uh, uh, you know, academy's produced him, so you've got to be happy with that. 100%. Um, in the Super Chat, um, IQ1985 says, did you guys hear the Khabib interview? Apparently he told him, um, planned on moving to United a month ago. Not a guy that seems like a liar. City move must have been a ploy. Well, I I've heard that part of it. Yeah. But then there's part of you that thinks, well, there were, there are also rumours that he'd been telling his Juventus teammates he was going to City. So are they liars as well? Or, or like I don't. I just think it's probably. It seems to me like both teams were maybe after him. He maybe preferred United, obviously, because he had the choice of both at one point. Yeah, I saw Gillen Balogate was trying to make it out like City didn't want him. 
and or City wanted to sell someone to, to before they bought him, which didn't make any sense to me because no, City went for Kane, four hundred and fifty yeah. mil, yeah, like, and it was like so what? But, what Gillen Balogate, Pep Guardiola's best mate. Oh, seriously, the, like I've interviewed Gillen Balogate on Pep they, Guardiola they, for they years they've ago. They've been embarrassed in the situation. Yeah. and they're trying to play it off. And I, I, I believe with with like the City thing and United, you know what Khabib said or whatever a month ago. Maybe at the start of the summer, you know, in and around the Euros. He was expecting interest from United. Mm. I actually think United didn't expect him to be at that price range. What it seemed like towards the end of the window was Juve just wanted to get rid of, um, you know, rid of the wages. Mm. And it sort of just aligned perfectly for United. Like, all right, go on and get him. We've seen, there's always this thing mentioned about shirt sales and, oh, United are going to make money from shirt sales. But obviously it's only a certain percentage. But then looking at the news this morning, you might have seen it like, you know, United have already made that back. And they're paying like what two point five million a year for him. So yeah. you know what he's giving you financially and on the pitch, it's just a perfect situation for United. I think once United were in the conversation, it was always it was always going to go one way. One hundred percent. I mean, I get the sort of commercial side of it, and even though I don't really look at it too much, it's, it is part and parcel of the game. But the one thing you can't sort of quantify, and it sounds a bit sort of daft to say, but it's that feeling that you've got now that Ronaldo's mm. back. Do you know what I mean? This isn't like Sancho. I was buzzing for, and I'm glad that. Um, He's he's here, and you know, Varane even was like, "Wow, we've got Rafael Varane." Mm. But then with Ronaldo, it's just something different. It's the romantic side yeah, of there it. Is that it's romantic feeling. No, do you know what I mean? No, yeah. it's like that feeling you're feeling, James. That's arousal. <laughs> That's what that is. Maybe you, you're right. I um, but I just feel like um, sexual tension. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like you know, it's it was so unexpected. It was looked yeah. like it was going one way. That it has give us all a bit of a glow. I'm just gonna get in super chat. Uh, Addy says, "What happened to Martial? He clearly had." or clearly has a lot of potential. Um, I've not given up on him. He still seems to have a, a sort of place in the squad. All he's obviously making the right noises. He came on against... He started against Southampton, was it? And play, came on against yeah. Wolves. So he has featured. It's mm. not like he's the forgotten man. Uh, we'll get in some more quotes as well from um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Um, he's obviously buzzing because he's, he's got, you know, Ronaldo back, he's got Varane. Um, talking about Ronaldo, he just said everyone is happy to have him back the mood has been very good we are looking forward to Saturday of course um, and also talking about Ronaldo and Varane he says there's no place to hide with winners like them you can't go in 95% focus how much of a difference do you think that makes Joe because the one thing this team's been lacking is trophy winners mm. we, haven't, we haven't almost got any Pogba's the main one yeah. Matic's obviously won the title with Chelsea but you look at some of our better players like yeah. Mason Obviously, he's young, has never won anything. Yeah. Um, Harry Maguire, Bruno, Bruno, Rashford obviously won you know a couple of cups, but in terms of like you know yeah. Champions League serial winners, yeah, of big, the biggest yeah. Tom- we haven't really got that many. No, and even Pogba you know, hasn't won no. much for. Well, he hasn't look, won anything for look four at years. Everything: Fred, McTominay, Bruno, Rashford, Greenwood. Mm. Almost like Wambasaka, Shaw, Maguire, yeah. most of them, Lindelof, most of last season starting 11 had won very little or a couple yeah. of cups here well, and Bruno there. Bruno don't think he's won anything, has he? And he was Maguire. No, it's ridiculous considering yeah. like the, you know, Bruno's just turned 27, I think Maguire's a similar age and the, the, the quality they've got, you think, oh, I think won. the squad, I think the way the squad's been built is yeah. a perfect scenario for Man United. If you look at this team, you know, the way Oli's done it is brilliant. I mean, Maguire, Bruno, you know, in their sort of prime years mm. coming into that uh, Bruno's just turned was it 26 27 just 27 turned. so 27 until he's 28 <laughs> so he's going into that prime like sort of period and you still maybe not even seen the best that we could see from Bruno mm. could be dropping a bit deeper in positions and creating a lot more you know having more of that in-game intelligence um, controlling games and whatnot he could still develop that so then you bring in winners, and I and I mentioned this on the last couple of shows. You know when the Ronaldo stuff popped up, it's like the standards are going to go up. And and he mentioned, you know, he mentions that in the interview with Wes Brown, like you know you've got uh, sorry, Solskjaer mentions that, and the way that Ronaldo spoke to Wes Brown about, I'm not here for a vacation, I'm here to win. You know, his whole this bringing United back to where they should be, mm. and and I feel like if you got people with Bru- like Bruno, who's shown the you know, the passion, you know, in a final and so emotional after that Europa League final. He's been chasing a trophy, been trying to reach the top. You got, it's just a perfect scenario. You got younger players who have come through, you know, you got your, I mean, McTominay's come through at United, Marcus Rashford, Mason Greenwood, players who obviously got that attachment to United on top of that. And I think it creates a perfect scenario in the long term where the way the squad's been built, 
that wants the likes of Ronaldo and it filters down to then the Brunos and Maguires move on, there are they're gonna be players that are that are gonna come into their own and then mm. be the leaders of the next generation. I feel like we're quite lucky at Man United. The rest of the league don't really have that. I feel like yeah. Liverpool a bit are in a bit of a weird space. I mean, City have got forward and Liverpool have got Elliot, but across the pitch, I think Man United, Chelsea yeah. are the two teams that I'd say where full of under twenty fives. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Full of those under twenty fives that can carry into that. If you look at Chelsea, you've got Chalaba, Mason Mount, and so on. Yeah. Uh, United, like I said, Mason Green with Marcus Rashford, McTominay. There are players to carry on to that next. Yeah. Even Wan Bissaka and you know players like yeah. and Dean Henderson as well to come through. Yeah, we've got it, it is a, a brilliantly sort of balanced squad now, I think. Um obviously slightly older in the striking positions, but I think it's like you said, this team now, other than Ronaldo, is better in three years than it is now. You know, Maguire will be thirty one right in his prime, Bruno thirty, Pogba thirty, but like the rest of it, you've got a mid you know, mid twenties uh, Rashford, you've got a twenty two year old Greenwood, you've got a 29-year-old Luke Shaw, you've got a 26-year-old Wembasaka. Like, even if we don't add anything else, this team, a lot of it gets better over the next two or three years. There's a years, base to brilliant. build off, isn't it? Like, yeah. we're definitely going to be in the market by the sounds of it for like a Declan Rice or someone yeah. of that ilk, um, and around the perfect age uh, age group. So, you know, if we're, if we're targeting a 22, 23-year-old defensive midfielder, then mm. that's another player that you can build the base off. And I feel what will happen eventually is that you can buy two, three players a season. And you won't have to overhaul the full, you know, the full team. You won't yeah. have to change everything and scrap everything, which we've had to do quite often over the last ten years. Mm-hmm. And it makes transfer windows so complicated because when in the past when we bought the Dimarias, Falcao's, and whatever, there's not really been a base to build on from. You lost Rio Ferdinand, you lost Vidic, but then it's the same thing across the pitch. You know, all the players move on. Phil Jones' injury problems falls off. I think United are in the best base they've ever been. Mm. You know, since Sir Alex has left, and I, and I'd argue as well actually compared to the last two, three years with Sir Alex, where there were hints of you know us falling off in terms of building that squad properly. Yeah, yeah. This, for me, is even better than that. You know, in the two seasons where Sir Alex's last two title wins, this situation United are in is much better than that. Mm. So I think we've, we've got to really compete all the way to the end. Yeah, I think definitely. I'd love Oli I'd love, I'd love to smash it. And I think this is his year to, to prove it. No, I, I agree with all that. And I think, you know, in terms of the squad, yes, you've got, as you mentioned, Joe, you've got some like Cavani and Ronaldo who obviously aren't going to be around for long. But it's more than made up for the fact that Mason Greenwood in his early 20s mm-hmm. could just be ridiculous. It really could. Marcus Rashford, I think, has got another level to go. Jaden Sancho, people forget how young he is. You know, there's a lot of players out there who could kick I on. F- I forgot Sancho. That's what I mean. Then, it's yeah. like weird because Sancho was the 21. transfer we were all after. We were yeah. all sort of gunning for. That was, and he's yeah. almost, I wouldn't say for- become the forgotten man because that's ridiculous. But. The focus has been so much on mm. on um, Cristiano Ronaldo. Even before that, there was a slight sort of thing about Varane as well. Mm. It's like, well, Varane, because we didn't expect Varane. We expected Sancho. Mm. That took a lot of the limelight away from Sancho. Then you've got the, the Ronaldo situation. It's positive, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say so. that before. The, if the ask... Wolves game happens without this, like, us uh, you know, bringing Ronaldo in or Varane had come in with him and had such a great performance, mm. that Wolves game, a lot of people slating Jadon Sancho obviously didn't have a Which great ridiculous. game. It would carry on, you know, with people just yeah. slating him every week. So it's taken the limelight off him, like you said, and I think it's a good scenario for United. I want yeah. to ask you a little bit about the Brazilian situation because uh, Solskjaer spoke about yeah, the Brazilian player. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thanks for noticing. Uh, sorry, I always do. Um, and he said about the, the player ban, lose-lose situation, mm-hmm. national teams, players, clubs, it's been a fan really um, he says the players want to play but we all know what kind of situation we found ourselves in the last year and a half with the pandemic to limit the spread of the virus we've worked really hard to try and find a way private jets when traveling to matches there are ways of getting them the international players in and out but all of the decisions have gone against the players want to play for national teams and clubs but not allowed disappointed with the whole thing common sense might not be common anymore so if you don't know what's going on there um Joe, elucidate everyone. What's the the sort of gist of it? Well, the gist of it is that you, Premier League t- teams stopped players from pretty, well a lot of nations going away, Brazil being one of them. Yeah. Um, and then the Brazilian FA have said you're not allowed to stop your players coming to play for us. We're going to ban them from playing for you. <laughs> Essentially, I think that's about the gist of yeah. it, which doesn't really make sense on any level. Um, because again, the players are basically getting punished twice there, yeah. Um, which makes no sense. I don't really get it. I don't understand why they would do that. I don't think it's fair on the players. I don't think it's fair on the clubs. It doesn't really seem. To, how does that help Brazilian national team? 
Ah, oh, well, you, you can't play for us, but you can't play for them either. It's just creating an issue between between club and country, especially when Richarlison can play because he went to the Olympics and Brazil are are, uh, sort of fond of him. You've got to look at it from their perspective. I agree with you guys. It seems like an absolute farce. And and Ollie said that actually, same same thing earlier watching it. But these, you know, you're going into World Cup qualifiers. I think Brazil, even without the players that didn't join up, they'll Mm. be fine qualifying for the World Cup. But. I feel like you know the passion for football in South America, and we've seen how it, like how mad it gets in games and stuff like that. Is just them, you know, even from the players' side. Like we've seen the Cavani post, if you remember, mm. the players want to be there and want to be involved. So I don't know. I think like it's a bit of a weird one because they might be doing this as a move to say we're gonna need them in the next international break. Yeah, yeah maybe. But it's just it's a it's a, it's a mad one, isn't it? Like Fr- Fred's gonna miss the next two games because. Is being banned from his national team yeah. to yeah. play for United. Well, how many would he have missed if he had happening. to isolate when he came back? More than two? Um, about two. Yeah, it's a very, yeah, very similar. So um, like Janine's been in the chat saying nice little nod to the old uh, mural there. on the, little mural yeah, on the wall there. You can see there, a little poster there. Lovely. What we used to have in the background. Now it's been all been a change down here in the studio. Good, isn't it? Yeah, it's well, not too bad. Because he spoke, talked about McTominay as well, didn't he? Have you got that anywhere? Uh, yes, he said, uh, they're all training. Uh, Dean... Henderson, uh, has not got the uh, after effects in sinus anymore, so that's very positive. Tellez is not 100% yet, still a few weeks, and Scott has recovered very quickly from the operation. Um, Scott McTominay is almost looking like a vital cog in this wheel at the minute, Mm. isn't he? Because we were doing our match preview, and it was like, you need someone who's going to play in that six. Is it going to be Donny? Fred Khan, if he's banned. Matic is, is obviously getting on a bit. So McTominay is like the most obvious one. Um, it seems to and be. And now it's, time. you know, and now obviously with his, his injuries, coming back from his injury, I think he had an operation. Mm. We don't know how fit he is. I mean, that's a little bit vague, to be honest with you, from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. If I had to guess, I'm guessing, and it is just a guess that he's not going to be quite there yet no. for tomorrow. Um, but you wouldn't have thought that, would you, a month ago, that Scott McTominay would be so integral to Manchester United. No, no. disrespect to him. He's just, it wasn't probably top of most people's list of, Oh, we need McTominay fit. I think he's sort of the least volatile of any of our defensive options. So <laughs> yeah. Fred can just have halves like he did against Wolves, where it's like, are you even a footballer? Yeah. Matic can have those halves as well, where he doesn't do the same. He doesn't give the ball away as much as Fred, or he doesn't seem to. I, don't, I haven't got the stats in front of me, but he just gets dribbled past, or he's out of position, or he's sort of reaching out to try and tackle someone, yeah. and they're just going past him, and he he sort of gets all turned and, and caught uh, caught up with himself. Whereas McTominay, he's probably not as good. His position is probably not as good as as, as Matic's. His tenacity and his energy isn't quite as good. Maybe as Fred's and his agility and his you know quick sort of changing direction the stuff that Fred's got. He doesn't really have that. But he's probably somewhere between both. Yeah. And I think he's he's better going forward certainly than Fred. He doesn't hold the ball as well as Matic, but he holds it better than Fred. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, he's like I agree. exactly between both on almost everything. Um, he's, oh, I think he's probably the best in sort of 25 yards and in to the opposition goal. He's got a decent finish on him. We've, we, what was it, seven goals he got last season? Yeah. He's got that. And if he can improve that side of his game and improve the... I think defensive position needs to be one that he can improve. He sometimes gets dragged toward the ball. But he's got to the point where a lot of people don't trust Fred at all anymore. That no. Wolves game was almost like, it's too early into the season for you to be doing this already. <laughs> Matic, yeah. you know, has proven basically over the last 18 months since we came back, you know, the initial sort of eight games it was, was it after we came back from COVID last season where he was brilliant with, yeah. with Bruno? Since then, he's just seems to have been on the decline. I think the final nail in the coffin was the Beshek Shear game away, wasn't it, where he's chasing after Denver Bar from the halfway line. and it was, you know, it was shocking for a multitude of reasons, yeah, but that did but stand, that, that stand out to be as like, a particularly right, Matic bad isn't point. Up to it anymore. No. McTominay is the only one of the three that still seems to be improving as a player. Like I said, he kind of ticks, not all the boxes, but sort of more of the boxes than either of them. And I think if he can improve on, on certain things, he's going to be the one that will start the most games for United this season. I think he, he could turn into a, a really important player. 100%. Um, I like, yeah, I agree with that. Especially the fact that I feel with McTominay, obviously, because of his age and the way he's developed, he has got another level to go. Yeah. Fred hasn't. And Matic no. is probably, you know, he's in his decline. Uh, Slayer Rocks 2 says Ronaldo hype can help Sancho settle in without him suffering mm. from over the top expectations. Um, yeah, I agree with yeah, that. Because Ronaldo, Ronaldo's that. more than happy to take all of all the pressure on his shoulders, yeah. isn't yeah. he? He's, wh- he's right up for that. So Sancho can have yeah. the odd <laughs> off game. Yeah. Get brought into the team without being like, I'm going to say this. 
our main signing, Sancho, he's been shit. You, less people will be still like look at Ziyech at Chelsea last season yeah. he had a couple of good games here and there but generally speaking couldn't crack into the team didn't look great you know, but I think they announced that signing quite early didn't they for yeah, like 30 yeah. million and if, if, that, if he was their main signing last summer he'd have got so much stick and hopefully obviously yeah. Sancho will be better than that but it just distracts you you, you yeah, buy yeah. the players you get Werner for 50 you get whoever it is you bring Ronaldo in all of a sudden, Varane can have the off game. Sancho can have the off game because Ronaldo will take all of that on his shoulders and loves all that. So it's him who has to perform. But I think that helps everyone else. Uh, Derek Best says, do you ever think, or sorry, do you think we'll ever see Ronaldo, Sancho, Rashford, Mason and Cavani on the pitch at the same time this season? Abdullah? I think it's going to be a, it's going to be like a last ten minute situation yeah. where we're dying for a goal. And yeah. yeah. If they're all on, the there's problems. Thing. I that's mean, that's I five, That's problems for that's us. Five, is that five, yeah. five attackers, that. I mean, yeah. yeah, that would be like... There's goals. Yeah, maybe that's like, <laughs> you need fans. a last-minute winner or whatever, yeah. a last-minute goal. I mean, to be fair... on like, everyone who can attack. Having, I mean, Cavani and Ronaldo's movement is just so unbelievable, isn't it? Like, yeah. how do you even deal with that? Like, centre-backs, like, it'll be a struggle. And then, you know, if you if you go into a, say, 4-4-2 situation, let's say not all five of them are on the pitch, like... Mm. That could very much happen, and, and it could work out for United. You know, you got Marcus Rashford, Sancho, say wide, and then Cavani and Ronaldo to aim for in the middle, or Greenwood with one of them. That's mad, isn't it? When you're yeah. saying all these names, how insane is it? How Stacked, FIFA career mode is our yeah. front line now? It's unbelievable. It's, it's stupid. It's absolutely. If you stupid. think about how how well we did last season, we didn't really lack in terms of getting goals. Like no. a lot of our players had joy. If you look at yeah. the, the numbers that they got, you know, Rashford's. Greenwood, Bruno, they all got goals, even Eddie, yeah. um, Martial, not so in the league, but they still managed to get goals. And then you add that this season. I mean, like even Marcus Rashford, he played through the middle quite mm. a bit last season. This, se- this season, you won't expect him to. No. And he could just then do the playmaking, the trickery and, and stuff out on the left as well as chip in. But I feel like this is just eases United's you know, though, I situation. <laughs> I actually can't, honest, I actually can't believe the team we've got. Probably go back the to most like stacked attack ago. in Europe, you'd say. Oh, isn't it? I think, I mean, PSG. Yeah, PSG. Yeah, they're, they're, well, they're the sort like, of well, outlier. You know what's mad about it's PSG? really not far off that. Like, reading a start, like, I, I just checked it the other day as well. Is Neymar hasn't played over 20 league games in a season. Yeah, he's played. He's, yeah. Been, he's been at the club for 150 games, and he's played in 74, something like that. Under half of the, of the games he's been at the club for he's played in so yeah he's not playing 45 games a season there's a weird situation as well where I seen like this some, some guy just put a, a clip on at the, at the start I thought it was nonsense with PSG you're going off topic a little bit but Go on, like, there is ba- no real best topic attack, here the best attack in Europe yeah. we've got to defend it yeah exactly I think we might have the best defence in Europe because I've seen there was like he was showing a clip of uh, Messi at Barca where players are making runs off him clearing up the path for him to shoot on the edge of the box and then there was the same exact situation at PSG, mm. and Mbappe didn't lay him off. He just like cut in and then, mm. and then like took that shot. And there could be a lot of them. I know Mbappe does a lot of off the ball stuff, especially for France. We see a lot of that, but a lot of them do get attracted to the ball, like mm. your Neymar's, your Messi's. I think with United, if you look at it as a balance of attack, Sancho's more like he loves having someone to aim for on a target, yeah. and you see that with the numbers and the way he, the style he plays. Marcus Rashford likes to see a lot of the ball, but can also do the other bit. Mm. And then Ronaldo's just right now at this, at this stage of his career is just getting goals, getting goals, getting goals. Same with Eddie as well. So I feel like United as a balance in the front line, for me, are the best in terms of uh, depth in Europe right mm. now as an attack. That's mad, isn't it? I mean, you go back a few years and there are points where you're like, you're Ash, like Ashley Young, I, mean, I don't want to knock anyone but like Ashling was captain playing every week at right back yeah played that striker one time yeah played like last game of that season against striker. Bomb. playing there uh, it was, uh, he was playing at left back yeah he's left back he went to the World Cup as a left back didn't he like a 34 year old Valencia playing at right yeah, back yeah. Smalling you had uh, like Bailly coming in and out of fitness all the time Lindelof you know not I don't think as good as he has become remember when Lindelof was kind of a and bit also, people used to take the piss out of him also the style like you had a time when like Fellaini was like yeah. an essential part of our team yeah. and yeah. I like Marin Fellaini but it was like hoofing it up to yeah. Fellaini in the last minute trying and to like get a Pereira goal playing all the time yeah Lingard it wasn't great Fellaini. so was that in the Europa League run yeah, we I mean. had was it like Marcus Rashford through the middle after yeah. Zlatan got injured and Fellaini yeah. like off him yeah. and he was he was very much like Everton I've said this in the past like 
that is an effective way of playing and we've beaten top sides doing it. I remember yeah, we that were. run. We had a great against r- uh, record against the top team, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, Spurs, yeah. City, if you remember that Van Gaal yeah. period, beat Spurs 3-0, then City 4-2 at Old Trafford. The one at Old Trafford, that 4-2 against City. That was City, an unbelievable was game, wasn't it? All, it was, wasn't it? <sighs> Seriously. Game, what was man. going on there? We were all yeah. over him. Fellaini had a game of his life. He was like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, couldn't cope with him. I don't know what I was watching. I was like, what is going on here? It was like, it was brilliant. at that time, you could unlock teams doing that, but it was our plan every week. And yeah. I felt, this is now an absolute other level now. It's like, ridiculous. we spoke about our attackers. We didn't even speak about Bruno. And you consider him yeah. to be one of He's like, our best player. Yeah, he has yeah. been our best yeah. player since he arrived. It's, um, it's, it's absolutely insane. Just I, on I, the I honestly s- can't believe what the, the, the madness of our uh, Every, every quote from Ollie's just talking about another amazing player. Well, uh, on the Jaden Sancho front, Solskjaer said, Jaden's come back with a minor knock but he's determined to play to be fit. He's available. That's a positive. Cristiano's trained all week. We didn't get anyone injured in internationals. Not a lot of recoveries, but they will be available, I think. Um, that sounds like Sancho might not start to me. Yeah, it does say, seem a little bit like he he's... did have a knock. I, yeah. I thought, I think Donny's going to stay, uh, going to stay, going to get into the team alongside Matic. Because we've seen mm. we've seen that in like dead rubber games, didn't we? Like Leicester when we mm. played the bunch of the kids. And wasn't it Donny like and that? Matic in the behind closed doors game, Jay? Yes, it was. Yeah, and Everton um, in the in the the preseason, wasn't it? So mm. what what I get from those two midfields is the the ball retention is some of the best I've seen from this team in a while. Mm-hmm. Whenever I've, it's not been a lot, but when we have watched <coughs> them, we lost two one to Leicester when Greenwood scored that goal. Yeah. But what I noticed in that game is how easy it was to just bypass Leicester's midfield compared to how it would be with Fred and McTominay. And I feel like we could be lucky with the situation on the weekend where Newcastle's the perfect fixture to do it and then Fred's out. Then it could give a bit more hope to like... The way uh, Oli spoke about Donny as well was good today. So he said he can play as a six, he can play as eight, he can play as a ten and be fine there. So mm. I think Donny and Mike will see and I think it's going to be Pogba on the left wing because Sancho, if he's got a knock, come back early train yeah. and just getting back into the pace of the league and then maybe start him in the Champions League like it'll be a bit of an open game young I, boys I agree with that I think we'll probably see Pogba I think Pogba's been at his best on the left this season as well I yeah. think Pogba on the left 100% way more productive um, Samuel Elliott in the Super Chat says Bruno and Ronaldo have already played, been playing together they don't really need time to adjust to each other it's going to be goals for sure um, Anthony Dunn says I'd play Fred in the middle I'd play Fred the Red sorry in the middle before Fred Harsh. Um, Jason McMillan says, Cristiano is the GOAT. Best we've ever seen. Merrily, 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 merrily. Here, Old Trafford scream. Ronaldo. Um, also, someone else was talking about... Um, oh, someone's not happy with your Juve shirt, by the way. Got a couple of comments Yeah, what are you trying to do? Get Paul Pogba to leave. I was trying to get away with AZ it. AZ says, why the Juve shirt? And there was a couple before <laughs> a nice that I ignore, but, it? you know. The shirt itself is nice. I hate their new badge. Oh, um, this one, yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's just I went, I went, in, when I went to Turin, I went into like the store, the club store, mm. and it was like a fashion shop. It wasn't really? even like a proper. Really, it looks sick. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like they had like I used to love their leather jackets well. and yeah. weird stuff like Did that. They? Um, Did they? Like, was it like white and black? Weirdly enough, they had like the medical center where the players doing the medical at the ground. Pretty Did sick. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it looks like it's called like you see like J Medical. Hmm. Um, Derek Best says Jay's lady friend going to be pissed that he's slagging off Fellaini I didn't slag off Fellaini actually I just slagged off his style we're just better now he's left is he still in China? Um, I think so I think he is yeah Um, I mean there's loads of things that um, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer spoke about it's like he's just been talking forever Um, and most of them are about Cristiano Ronaldo, as you would expect. He's just been talking about him loads. Um, said about the shirt situation is that Cristiano speaks with Edinson to pass up his shirt, shows the respect he's got for Cristiano and respect the other way to top pros, players and human beings. I mean, it was weird, wasn't it? Because a couple of weeks ago, people were actually having a dig at Cavani. Mm. Like, I couldn't believe what some of those things I was saying, like, oh, you can't believe he's not giving up his shirt and, and all this. And I was like, well, I'm going to... for Sancho? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, for, um, for Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. When it was um, like it looked like he was uh, Cavani was going to stand in the way of Ronaldo. Oh right, because yeah. I thought before that because no, people, sorry, last week thought Sancho would get the seven, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, and uh, when, no, some. when Ronaldo came in, right. and it looked so for the, a brief period, so not a few weeks ago, last week, yeah. that Cavani was going to keep yeah, yeah, the seven. Yeah. People losing their minds, like, oh, I can't believe he's going to do that, which is just a bit ridiculous, especially when you consider Cavani's been like you know pretty decent since he's arrived, shall we say? Um, but he's done that, so Ronaldo gets his seven shirt, and it, it seems to be quite a harmonious dressing room. Mm. It seems like people are getting on, you know, Paul Pogba seems happy, famous last words, but he does. 
Andy Marshall seems relatively happy. No, he's not performing at levels we want. You know, players that have perhaps in the past not been too great. Um, sorry, Cristiano Ronaldo's coming. Doesn't seem to set anyone. Everyone's getting on. People seem yeah. buzzing. There's a, this just seems like a real positive atmosphere it's around Old Trafford. I mean, don't get me wrong; it can all change with a defeat against Newcastle. But yeah. at the minute, there doesn't seem to be many dramas. To me, I think I don't know how to phrase it really, but I, I would say that certainly since Ferguson left, but I would say based on the evidence we have from his time at Manchester United. Ollie has to be regarded as one of the best man managers in the world, I think, in terms of keeping a team happy. Like, you look at the f- absolute fucking bonfire he arrived at, where <laughs> Rashford was, was being told he wasn't good enough, Fred was being told he wasn't good enough, Lindelof, Martial, De Gea, Pogba, the amount of players in that team with the, that had fallen out with, the, uh, with, with Jose. Even it, it looked like um, Matic had fallen out with him, who was meant to be like his mate who he brought with him from Chelsea. Lukaku, the same. Jose had just fallen out with pretty much everyone in that team and, and, and Luke Shaw, another one, just slagging him off publicly saying he ain't got a brain. You know, and, and what was it? When he was doing his punditry stuff, Mourinho talking about how Rashford's been in the league for five years and he's still never really turned into a goal scorer. Well, all of a sudden he gets, was it 22 goals or 21 goals the season before and 21 and, and 20 again last season? Like, oh, he happens to be a goal scorer and now he's got someone that's not taking the piss out of him. Ollie's got this team happy or at least publicly satisfied and happy and honestly it's such a brilliant job that he's done with that you can never go his tactics his subs or whatever you want to talk about with Ollie. and I think there are some valid criticisms but his man management in terms of creating a harmonious dressing room creating if nothing else the facade that everyone behind the scenes is well up for this gets on with each other is happy there's a sort of a family atmosphere there is absolutely second to none so far it's been amazing I feel like outside the Donny situation as well yeah in terms of playing time. And I think Donny just makes it so difficult with us not having that proper DM to even just mm. throw him in there sometimes in a pivot. But outside of that, he almost gives everyone that fair amount of opportunity. Yeah. And he won't take you out of the team. Now, I don't expect Greenwood to come out next game. No. He won't take you out of the team. Like, you remember when we bought Sanchez? And then, like... Yeah, Martial just... Martial, he was playing well, wasn't he? Yeah. Brilliant. He was playing well. Along. Yeah. was in good form. Yeah. The rotation was great in the squad, like, with him and Rashford. Then you come in and you're like, we need the right winger at the time. No, Martial out the team. Let me put Sanchez left wing. And we've still got Matt playing right wing. Like, yeah. th- that situation hasn't happened under Ali. He's very like, if you've performed, you're doing well. That's a benefit to the team. Mm. And like, he doesn't have the personal agendas that he has with players. And, and I feel like just with the... I know football's changed a lot as well. And I used to like, the, you know, the old Jose at Inter Milan and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I feel like Holly just gets that side of the game so well compared to some of the young, other managers. Yeah, especially um, the older manager. Or not, yeah. I know Jose's not an old manager, but the older guard of like, you were managing people in the tournament, the millennium, where people were like firm, fucking whatever. There's no social media. There was no yeah. like brand outside of football except yeah. for four or five players in the world had a brand. Now everyone's got a brand. You can't be seen to be being taken the piss out of every week because he's like, oh, who's this fucking idiot? Yeah. It's not the same as it. People take the piss out of Oli always saying like, He's trying to be like Sir Alex. Well, he is. And yeah. it's it sort of is working. Like, I remember seeing Patrice Evra talk about this and he said, you know, he'd, he'd like kicked off with him after the game and, you know, he was pissed off at him or whatever. And they'd had like a thing. But then the next day he walked through the corridor and he's having a laugh and he's smiling mm. at everyone. And I feel like with Jose, it was very much when you've heard things and, you know, we might have spoken to people in around the club. When I've heard things, mm. like, this guy holds grudges. Like, it, it, changed, like, it, it was like with Jose, you could see how much it changed us from going to the press conferences. Because he used to be a laugh. He used to get there and he was all right. He was, you know, there was no dramas. He was pretty relaxed. And after, even after that first season, you know, there was times when he wasn't. And there was times when he was a little bit crazy. Like, remember the whole game where we lost, but he wouldn't mm. count their goal. Yeah. So he said it was a draw. This is a draw, yeah. So we'd, we were on this unbeaten run of like 15 games and he said the unbeaten run hadn't ended. Because that game didn't, <laughs> didn't count. Lose again, it's like, funny yeah, with his fans. Yeah. Is like yeah. if, and it was if like, he it said was... that it's loser talking. No, but, yeah. but, but, that, but that, then we, when he, he said says it. it's okay. He's no, it wasn't. It wasn't okay. It was crazy, yeah. and everyone it's, thought it's that at the time. But I remember uh, being at a press conference where I think it was um, James Ducker said to him the last game against Hull, where some people say you lost. 
you yeah. say otherwise. And I thought, Some it's not something, this isn't like subjective. Proper Donald it's Trump like stuff he lost. Yeah, like we lost that game. You can't be like, some people argue, but I understand why James Duckett said it because it was like, he was trying to keep Josie on the side to get a comment out of him. Yeah. But yeah, there was that element to it. He just lost the plot. And for me, and I know we've spoken about it a lot on this channel, but the Sevilla game, you was there outside the ground saying stay at that. Halston looked like he was about to burst into tears in hotel football doing his, his review. It was just dreadful because you had a manager coming out and going, not only did we get knocked out of Europe by a bang average severe side, mm. but he went, well, we weren't going to win it anyway. Yeah. And you think that's Didn't want to win it anyway. Yeah. It's just ludicrous. Yeah. Like, you've completely lost I mean, the he plot. Was living, he was living in a hotel, wasn't he, the whole yeah, time? I mean, like, it just wasn't, on a personal level for him, it wasn't an ideal situation. So we didn't get the best Jose, unfortunately. No, we didn't. I thought Although we had... In fairness to that had. hotel, it's basically a penthouse apartment that gets cleaned for you every day. It's, it's hardly like he's in like a travel lodge somewhere. It was that his family not really hotel. The, the, the point with the hotel was always no, about... No, I get I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know. I'm not, it was, was the family thing, wasn't yeah, it? No, yeah, I, it's I the family thing. And for me, I, I think him going to Spurs wasn't a good... Like, we talk about Jose now, obviously, outside of it, but him going to Spurs wasn't the good move. What is a good move for him right now is like the Roma thing, you know, getting out of the Premier League and maybe <laughs> reinventing it, himself. Was it the first game where he had like two red cards and he got sent off himself? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> just punching the microphone. Oh, God. Yeah, get get I, him in Joe's like, I just saw, like, well, the start, They started the like, season so well, Roma. Like, yeah. So, so well. It, is it, really it, good. Is, it does seem to be like a good place to go and rekindle your career on it, yeah. Syria. Like, a lot of United. Yeah. I'd like him to go win the league. United. Like, was Ashley Young went there? Yeah. Sanchez, Lukaku. Damian. Damian. Owen back. Yeah. Small, yeah, Smalling. Smalling went, did well at Roma, didn't he? He was yeah. like, fans Enjoys the city and everything. Yeah. yeah, it does seem to it's, be a little... It's a good, I think it's a good, like, space for him to be there. And as much as he pissed me off at United and how things had gone, I would love to... For Jose to, to actually win at Roma and maybe reinvent himself, and because it's enjoyable seeing him in the a, football a, scene. A happy it? peak Jose Mourinho is one of the iconic figures of the Premier League. Yeah, and and at any time we Definitely. can have that back, I'm I'm well up for it. I don't I want think him happy because he's winning leagues, but happy because he's performing well. He's you know uh, he's a he's a great character. I, I think you, you remember like the game that I always think about was the Chelsea game against the Scousers, where. The Scousers win and they basically win the league. Yeah. yeah. And um, Chelsea played like a reserve team. It was like Mark Schwartz were in goal yeah. and Denver Barr up front who never played for him because they had a Champions League game. And I was watching, like, uh, reading, sorry, like um, the Independent or something did like a deep dive review of like the game and what went on. And he was basically saying to his team, you know, I want two of you to get books by our time for time wasting. If you haven't, you get, you're getting subbed. And he was like, this sort of thing. And like, he said, with the first goal kick we get, I want the striker to come and take the goal kick mm. to run back from, you know what I mean? Just like to waste time. And like was laughing and, you know, he managed to get his result. But there was that, that part of Jose during that period when he was, you know, I know that was probably like a bit, li bit later, but defensively especially, he was like a genius. Mm. You look at yeah. Inter when they went up against that Barcelona team. Who won the 2009 treble and the 2011 treble? The one in the middle that stopped yeah. him was Jose because defensively he just cracked it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The, the, he, he was, and, and he took control of the game in a weird way. Yeah, home and away like maybe the best ever. Yeah, his, as a tactician, yeah. he was just It's that period as well in football, it was suited to him. We've seen him, mm. I, I missed it when I was younger, but I've gone back and watched it, but like the Porto game at Old Trafford mm. and stuff like that. Mm. Like Don't get me started on that, game. though, we were robbed. Oh, we Paul Scholes yeah. has got two men playing him on side. And that was a joke. And the last minute, don't. But like it's, it's the whole thing already. that I used to do. I, know, I, I can't let go of that. I'm sorry. I really can't. It was just one of the we worst won, decisions I've ever that's seen. That's another Champions League on that. That is. That yeah, we would have definitely. Won, easy I want to ask yeah. this. What three. would you take yeah. this season? A Champions League or a Premier League? league. Easy. League. No, not even. Not even a question of a doubt. The Premier League. Yes. All right. Nah, Champions League. Mental. That's insane. You know what? I, right, I That's have insane, seen. Jay. Let me defend myself. No. Oh. Unlike you children. Oh, have you? I have I'm not seen, even answered yet. I have I'm seen like all 13 <laughs> Premier League titles. Like, I've seen us win them. Like, no, but I've seen all three uh, European Cups yeah, as well, haven't yes, you? Yeah, granddad. Right. <laughs> I was there against Benfica in 1968. <laughs> eh? But I've only ever seen us lift the Champions League twice. And it's not like. Oh well, we'll we'll do it again. We we seldom ever do it. You say to win that. Say Even kid. our best yeah. teams haven't. They've come close on yeah. many occasions the only, and then the, won the, it. The, in the, the irony is, I think the only time we've won the Champions League under Fergie was when we were the best team in Europe. Yeah, that's the, teams never do that. No, like the Scousers have won it twice when they've not been the best team. Chelsea, Chelsea won it twice without being the best team. We've only ever done it 
when we have been, probably been play of play the best team on the planet. You're what right, would you yeah. pick then? And I'll tell you why Premier League after. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you for Let's both discuss I it and I'll tell like, you why. Go on then, young man. I feel like the Premier League will <laughs> feel better, like just, you know, being the top. Because English football right now is the pinnacle of football, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's the Premier League is where it's at. All the top players want to be here. But I just believe the hype around it will be fun. But the Champions League, four. we need to catch four. up. Four is coming. Never mind all this sweaty one. He's coming. Falling four behind, man. Coming, we need bro. to catch up. And just European glory just sets you know, the best you know what as well? in Europe, innit? With, like, with anything like this, though. No, it's, it's not, the, though. It is, it is the but context. But then what if Liverpool win it's the, the league? It's the context, right? Because he's right. Oh, because it's because so you're, weird, like, man, you're giving me this option now. It's binary option, right? And I understand where you're coming from. But I'm going to say, didn't you ask me? Who asked, who asked us? You asked I, me, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, I, I asked us. Oh, right, sorry. Sorry, you're giving this option. Right, but thank you. if we say it was us and Liverpool going for the title, yeah. and it goes that last game, and we win the title, or it's in, the, and no, then the week later, yeah. the City win the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? No, but here's the thing. It's, we it don't know who's going to be up against. There is no context. Right. That's your question. And the reason why it has to be the Premier League right. is, look at Liverpool in 2005. They won, they won the Champions League and finished fifth. Yeah. They were shit in the league. Yeah. They weren't a threat. Yeah. They were nothing. Yeah. They were crap. Yeah. Chelsea, 2012, finished sixth, I think. Yeah, they, they were did. shit. Yeah. They were nothing. Yeah. No one in the world thought they were the best team in Europe. No one thought Liverpool were the best team in Europe. Yeah. No one, I don't even think most people thought Chelsea were the best team in Europe last season. But and even the best then, team in England. But even then, they were the, they under Tuchel, they had a sort of a really tight package going on where since he came in, they were one of the best teams in Europe. But even then, they weren't the best team in Europe. Yeah. Same with Real Madrid. They won four Champions Leagues and they won two leagues yeah. in, in like seven years. I'm not disputing the fact what that the you can win the ta- with Champions yeah. League without being the best team in Europe. No, I'm I know. But, yeah, but, but then for, the, but for me, winning the league, like Abdul said, especially at the minute, this is the best league in the world, I think. Right. Top to bottom, yeah. it's the best league in the world. If yeah. you win that, you are the best team in right. Europe. If you win the European <laughs> Cup, you you might be, yeah. or you might just be the luckiest team in Europe. Yeah. I, I want to be the best team we can be, and I think winning the Premier League proves that more than winning the Champions League. I think League. for me... And also, by the way, you think it's bad that we're behind Liverpool in Champions Leagues. If they catch us up in yeah. Premier Leagues, then we've got a right fucking shit show on yeah. our hands. I just feel, for me, I mean, listen, I'd be happy with it either. Oh, would you be happy with the Premier League? Obviously, would I would. But winning the, the Champions League would just be... Unreal. You know what it is? I feel Unreal. like with the Champions League as well, it's just getting to actually go and watch the game. Like I've never I've well, never gone to a European final for now. No. I missed the last two. Last one was COVID. The one before it was like either pick a season ticket or pick going to Stockholm. And I should have picked going to Stockholm, Stockholm to be fair. Was, was, was one of the best nights of that my life. So yeah, nice as a, as a United fan, it really was. It was unreal. Uh, Peter Kelly in the Super Chat says, any advice for getting to the ground from the airport? Book flights for the Villa game oh. to come in at 11.30. Now the game's been moved to 12.30. Um, I don't know. I've never done that. No, I haven't, bro. Is it? I guess the tram. Get the tram in. Yeah, there's a tram straight. Get the tram in. I think. I think it goes to Cornbrook. If you get the tram into Cornbrook, you're laughing. Then go from Cornbrook to Pomona and then walk from. I've taken the tram from Trafford Bar to to the airport before when I was. Have you? I was going. So yeah, either Cornbrook or Trafford Bar. Forty-five minutes. I'm worried that Kelly's relying on our advice and he's going to end up sort of stuck on a tram, not moving anywhere. What people saying about League or Champions League? Got to be some comments. Yeah, get involved in the comments. Let us know what do you think. Um, Tiny Torches says if City wins Champions League and we win the league, I will still be pissed. (laughs) Right? Okay. Um, I wouldn't. um, oh no, sorry. I'm just having a look now. I, um, Paul Lucas says, I think we have a good chance of winning or getting to the final in the Champions League. Almost a better chance than the league. I, I agree. agree with that. I think we have got a better chance. Um, I know that's different than what you would like to see. Uh, Paul Lucas also says, what is your idea of a successful season? We keep getting asked this, don't we? Mm. Is it just challenging? Yeah. Is it that's you know going right going to the wire? Going into May, we can still win the league. Yeah, uh, Joy Chowdhury says Champions League. Um, get involved. Let us know Champions League so. or Premier League. Let us know. We'll probably get clips up when we finish fifth and don't win anything. But Champions we League don't or care. Premier League? Because we're definitely winning one. Yeah, that's the choice you got. Potentially both. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, Hayden Lawler says Carabao for me. Good shout. Oh, yeah. Yes, Let's end that run of City's key winning it. Do you know what I mean? Um, Disciple of Oli said Liga wasn't the best. They had three big teams. Premier League has eight. Yeah, I think the Premier League, usually in, in a sort of, if you look at the, the amount of good teams in the Premier League, mm. there's more than in other leagues. Yeah, but I, I think, think that... Now I, is different, though, I get that. Yeah, I think La Liga was the best league in, of the 2010s. I, I like I this. Um, Ron Lado, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, says something, and I kind of agree here, sort of. He says, right now, 
I'll take a flipping FA Cup. Uh-huh. I take it. I'm I'll not saying I wouldn't what. take it, but I'll a trophy. Two. Yes. Oh, that's yes. so dry though with the team that we've got. You won't be saying that over lift the FA Cup. If Oli stood there with the FA Cup, if Ronaldo stood next to him, you're not gonna be like, "This is dry, man." Nah, but then like you'd win it and it's over in a day, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> Last time we won it, was it like the we barely got the night, did we? That was Before shit. Van Gaal, so yeah. I felt so, so sorry for Jesse as well because he scores the winner in the FA Cup final. Lee Martin's still you know, dining out on that one from 1990. Mm. Jesse had like three hours before people were talking about Jose. The Van Gaal and Jose. Um, I'm going to wrap it up there. Yeah. Don't forget as well, check oh, out... The week. Is that not the, the Paddock oh, podcast? The brew, it? Yeah, yeah this is the brew. Yeah, Sorry, we don't man, do... Well, but do forgot. check out the merchandise. Got some merch there. You can see. The, use the code Paddock20 for 20% off. Uh, we've got Bruno T-shirts. Show them yours. Stand got, up. Yeah, I've got... Oh, all these tricky reds, look. We've got um, loads of new stuff in there as well. Yeah, so make sure you have a look at that. And a that. discount. You see it there, 20% off if yeah. you get uh, two items or more. Uh, we are going to be at the game tomorrow, as you'd expect. We'll also have the watch along. Um, you'll be on the watch along, won't you? Because you're on it every week. No, I'm not this week. I'm at the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New castles, <laughs> they're calling them. <laughs> I'm sat right near you as well, aren't like I? Mate, do you know what I'm going to do, right? I did this the last time I was at the game. Not seeing my mates for ages, because I've got... <laughs> not seeing my mates for ages, right? Like, literally like 18 months. 18 months, because we all got the game together. We're not seeing each other since COVID, right? So we're in the ground together, having a laugh, chatting, half time, me and my mate Mark, having a chat. I love, I love Mark to bits. And I looked over and I see Patterson, who I work with and see every single day. And I literally went back in a minute, mate, and ran over to Patterson <laughs> for a catch-up. And then I was like, got there, and I was like, oh, yeah, I see you every day. Yeah. I'm well going to do that if I see you. Like, I can't I'm going to run and climb over like the stand. Yeah. I reckon we'll be able to see each other from where we're sat. We're literally, we're like one entrance over from each other. That's going to be sick. Yeah. Uh, both be able, to, be able to reach out and hold hands as Cristiano Ronaldo scores his fourth goal of the day. Um, fourth. Abdullah, fourth tell everyone about what you've been doing it and say it right. What's it called? Just for you, Pierre Ball. Is that, is that it? Is that Pierre Ball? Is that what he's doing? It's Pierre Ball. Go on, you can say yeah, how you know. Pure, it's yeah. Pierre Ball. It's just a YouTube channel that I've started with a couple of mates. Um, obviously, I've spoken about this before. We're trying to you know get some extra content going. So check that out. I've just done a video of like top five players to watch this season, sort of in Europe. Mason Greenwood's in there. Mm-hmm. So you guys will enjoy obviously watching that. Do you know what you did? You did on the transfer yeah. deadline day that time when you got the Sabirio set out and you're going through yeah. your taxes. You mate, I love that, mate. I thought it was really, do you know what I liked about it? I don't mean to sound insulting. You went through the tactics with like a Sabuto set, but it was like people like me who don't, and aren't like stats and interesting. Like it was dead easy to understand. It was like, this is how, this is literally what's going to happen. And it was proper on the ball, you mate. It was good that we, we might, bring that we might back need over to bring it back. Yeah, we'll get, get it laid out, table out. Get the players moving. Segment hey? the show. Is this yeah. what you want? Is this what you want your <laughs> fan base to be? Hey, we cater for all audiences. <laughs> Many remember the yeah. 1968 European <laughs> Cup Football final. Football went downhill when they, start, when they started televising it. Yeah, passed back. The like for the old off, back to where you... As soon as <laughs> floodlights <laughs> came in, came out, the game's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's been... Links in the description for Pure nice Ball. One. So make sure you're going to check that out. We'll be here tomorrow with the watch along and yes! with the fan cams and Football! the return of Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo and all five that goals. Jazz. It yes, you made it in first from him. Five goals from Ronaldo. Five. Make sure you're checking out Pure Ball. Joe Smith 93. You know where to find me, Good Jay Moy. This has been Stretford Paddock. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm up against. Seriously. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.